0: What's going on, guys? This is Asclepius from Tier 1 Gaming, also known as Austin. I'm here joined by my co-host, Kaylin, also known as T1 Uprising. Say hello.
1: Hello, everyone. How's it going?
0: And uh, this is Tier 1 Talks, uh, a podcast that mixes a lot of gaming news and entertainment information with our personal lives. The idea of this podcast is just to entertain you, hopefully... Make you laugh or just keep you interested for about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, so, Kaylin, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's actually a late night for me. So, yes, shout out is. to Player One Coffee for <laughs> keeping me up today. Well, really tonight um, for this podcast.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that. I'm actually uh, I'm drinking some rogue energy right now myself. I have the milkshake because. That's bomb. (laughs) You still got that Oreo flavor? Yeah. First of all, yes. It does have a bit of caffeine in it, like all their products, but then like also it hits that like sweet spot. So like at night, instead of like how I would normally go for like, hey, let me grab a bit of ice cream or like a dessert, something like that. I just like drink this and it's, I think a lot healthier than like having actual dessert. You know? Yeah,
1: and definitely.
0: It tastes great, too. So, you're dying tonight. I, You know what? I feel that. I've had a busy week. Um, now, I don't know if I told you this in our uh, Instagram, you know, our group chat, but uh, I'm, recertified, I'm recertifying for my EMT license. Uh, so, basically, okay. I have to take a bunch of online classes. Um also like little classes uh, but it adds up to 40 hours and so I've been doing that this week Um, I started and oh my god it's exhausting because you know I put in my 40 hours you know over the weekend you know Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday put in my 40 hours of work and then during my days off I'm now doing my recertification it's just like A bit of a mental overload some nights, but um, and it's not even gonna end either. It's that, um, as soon as I'm done recertifying for my basic license, I have to start studying for my um advanced license so that I can actually get licensed as an advanced EMT. Yeah, okay, wow,
1: so it sounds definitely like a process,
0: yes, absolutely. It's it is a process, but it's worth it it's it's what I want to do really so like I'm happy doing it it just takes a while you know
1: yeah definitely um I mean honestly that's really the goal in life you know right like just doing what you love doing but then also obviously like getting paid for it because you know we can't all just live for free like forever you know um sadly everything in this world costs money so, yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely oh, sounds man. like you have something really good going for you,
0: I think one of the most important things, just besides the fact that like I'm able to support myself, is like I'm happy doing it, you know, I have a wonderful job, they treat me really well there, um, I have great coworkers, like I don't ever have an issue as far as any of that, like I'm never stressing about like management or like my paychecks or anything like that like it's just the interacting with people can definitely like get to you sometimes but i mean that's part of the job that i do so uh take it in stride basically so um question now that we got that out of the way um any interesting news you've seen this week uh while we're just catching up
1: yeah, uh I heard about the Borderlands movie. Apparently they're going to make a movie based obviously on the Borderlands um you know video games. And so Jack Black is supposed to be casted for Claptrap. Now, I've never actually personally really played the Borderlands games. I played what was it? I think it was Borderlands 2. I played a little bit of, but then, I don't know, I, I guess it just wasn't for me. I didn't really care for the graphics, to be honest, of all things. Like, it was just very yeah. 2D and very, like, cartoonized. And it was I don't comic, know, like, I'm more like... for, like, the 3D. Yeah, like, just the graphics. Just, I don't know. I like very immersive graphics, I guess. You know, it was too simple for me.
0: Yeah. Um, I so I couldn't not. really
1: get into the game. But yeah, Jack Black, supposed to be playing as Claptrap, um, and also Kevin Hart, who is supposed to be playing as Roland. I mean, for all you guys out there that are diehard Borderland fans, you guys probably know who these characters are. Um, And of course, along with some other actors. Now, there was no news on the release date of this movie, sadly, but... They say like the directors for it they're supposed to start filming soon. That's pretty much all we got for that.
0: Okay. Um Other interesting news as far as like movies? Um did you see the Last of Us casting that were announced?
1: Yes, I did. Um for Joel and Ellie?
0: Yeah. So, um all of you listeners, in case you didn't hear it, they have Pedro Pascal playing Joel. If you guys don't know, he recently played uh, the Mandalorian uh, in the Mandalorian team. He's doing fantastic lately. He's just killing it. Yeah. And then uh, they have Bella Ramsey. I'm honestly not sure who she is, but, I mean, they probably cast she, her for a reason. Uh... so yeah, hopefully she hits her part.
1: Sorry. um, I was going to say, I don't know if you know Pascal. So, Pascal and... um, I know you just said her name. It is late for me, guys. But <laughs> the actor that's supposed to be playing for Ellie. Um, yeah, so they both actually played in the Game of Thrones series together. I don't know if you guys all... Watch Game of Thrones. Um, or even if you, Asclepius, watched Game of Thrones. Um, my parents were diehard fans of the series. And honestly, for the first four seasons, I was too. But then I got busy with college. And my parents basically were like, well, we're still going to watch it without you anyways. <laughs> so I just stopped watching because I didn't want any spoilers. And I just never had the time at that time, to um, continue watching it, but yeah, both those actors actually did play together in Game of Thrones, and honestly, their characters that they played weren't very nice ones, I guess I would say. Like, um, yeah. Oh man, I don't even know. I'm trying to think back to the show, but for all you guys that has watched Game of Thrones, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that's where she's from too. Um, she's from that show. And honestly, I feel like Pascal had something to do with her getting casted as Ellie.
0: Yeah, I never watched. Go um, on. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I got to the first scene of uh, incest and I turned it off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, I I just I don't. I mean, I heard they fucked up. Obviously, like the oh, last like two or three seasons, and mm-hmm. I just found it funny how it all went from, like, one of the most beloved shows ever to nothing. It came to a grinding halt, and I I found that interesting.
1: <laughs> well, I think the main reason for it, or at least, like, I mean, aside from me, like, not having the time to fully watch it because of school, but... I did actually find out that something major happens in, like, the very last season. I believe in the very last episode, and honestly, I don't really want to say for anyone that maybe is, like, binge-watching it right now, or they plan on watching it. I don't want to, like, give spoilers, but um, something really bad happens that a lot of the fans were, like, angry about like not just mad but they were genuinely angry at the directors um for putting that like in the you know show but then also you got to remember you also got to be mad at the author because it is based on the books but even i was Um, like upset by it that i think that's like another reason why i just did not continue watching it i was like i don't want to cry over that because i guarantee you i probably would have cried um and i know a lot of the fans that were watching it they all were like bawling
0: i think as far as like the books or like the tv show following the books i think at some point they actually had to diverge away from the books just because they weren't written like he's still writing oh yeah like some of the yeah so so the writers of the show actually had to like write their own like, story starting in, like, season six or seven, as far as I heard. And oh, okay. I think that's a lot of the reason of how they went off a cliff.
1: <laughs> yeah, that could have been it, too. I I unfortunately didn't read the books. Um, I mean, I knew they were based on the books, but... After kind of watching, honestly, just the first four seasons of the show, I really didn't want to read the books because I was afraid of being, like, very disappointed. Um, A lot of times when a TV show or a movie is made based on the books, um, the books are usually always better, you know? And then it just, like, if you read the book after watching the show, it, like, ruins the show for you, you know? (laughs) Um, so, yeah, Um, I never really read them, so I don't even know if what happened in the last season is even in the books, or if, yeah, that's just the directors, um, making that part up, you know, to continue on.
0: Honestly, yeah, I have no idea, but I think one thing, like, movies really tend to handle well compared to, like, books are, like, really epic scenes, like... I couldn't imagine, like, a, uh, a book or, like, a comic book being better than, uh, Did you ever watch Lord of the Rings? You had to have. Don't tell me you haven't, yeah. because I'll fire you right now. <laughs> um, uh, so, when all of the horses are rushing the orcs and the elephants at Pelennor Fields in front of Tirith, like, I couldn't imagine a book being more exciting than watching that on screen. Like, really epic moments, I think yeah. movies handle really well. They tend to. Or, like, you know, Godzilla fighting King Kong. There's no way there's, like, a, a comic book that's cooler than the movies right now. No yeah, <laughs> that's definitely true. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I feel like books tend to handle, like, characters and just story arcs a bit better than. Um, than movies and TV shows do, but, but I'm I'm not yeah. saying like there's there's not I'm not saying there's not uh, good TV shows and movies that portray excellent characters because obviously there are like just look at the Mandalorian you know mm-hmm. fantastic character development over the season uh, two seasons actually but uh I I I know what you're saying and I I totally agree with you um how do you think like the video games handle characters compared to like movies and books um
1: i'm trying to think of like i'm trying to give like an actual example but i currently can't think of one but i mean i think for the most part they handle it fairly well i mean um red dead redemption 2 so arthur i mean i don't No, I don't think Red Dead Redemption 2 is based off any kind of, like, book. And I know for sure it's not based off of a movie or show, but I feel like if, let's say, a director tried to make Red Dead Redemption 2, like, that campaign, that storyline, into, let's say, a series, like, a TV show, I find it very hard for them to try and portray, like, Arthur, that character, and, um what's the name um the name of the game the main leader i should have written some notes here but um (laughs) i feel like it would be really hard to like cast those like characters you know because i don't know about you i don't know if you ever played that game but i played the campaign and i felt like almost as if i was like watching a tv series just the way how the game creators were able to unfold the storyline and you know like the cutscenes, they are just like amazing graphics wise um it really captivated me and i don't know it, honestly it'd be interesting to see someone try and make into a series but i just feel like it might be a little bit hard to you know do that, like the way how the game was able to do it, so I feel like, in yeah. that sense, you know, but I guess, yeah,
0: I get you. They're yeah. like, I, I love when video games have like just stories that you latch on to. What are you, what are actually some of your favorite just story driven games?
1: Um, honestly, Red Dead Redemption 2 will have to be my favorite one, like, okay. I don't know what it is like it's just i don't know maybe just because of the graphics too you know they just really like tell the story in its own way also you know you have like the epic scenes um i don't know if you did you play Red Dead redemption 2 like the campaign
0: i did not nope i never
1: okay i was gonna like bring up an example but area. For, yeah, for anyone listening, if you guys all played Red Dead Redemption 2, you guys all know what I'm talking about with the story with Arthur and just his whole story. So, like, spoiler alert, um, he ends up dying, which is very sad. I don't know why they had to make him die, but (laughs) apparently he dies, and I, like, bawled when. (laughs) when I was playing that game, and they were showing the cutscene of that, I I was, like, I almost wanted to just quit the game and told, but then I wanted to, like, a part of me was hoping that by some miracle he, like, lives, like, medicine comes to his rescue or something. Um, I probably sound really ridiculous, but <laughs> for all you guys listening and have played it, you know what I'm talking about. I just think, I don't know, my main thing is, like, I just think it'd be really hard for someone to try and recreate that and, like, those emotions that the players, you know, felt while playing it. It's definitely not impossible. I'm not trying to say that. But, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, So, yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 would, by far, have to be, like, my favorite. The other one would probably be half... Would have to be... uh... Go on.
0: Okay. Um... Sorry, I thought you were you were done talking there. My bad. Um, <laughs> did you ever play Firewatch?
1: Oh, I did not. I've heard of it,
0: but... It was... It's probably my favorite story game that I've ever played. And I think... One thing that video games have over every other medium is, like, you're in control of how the story progresses. Um, like, you can take your time exploring versus, like, let me, like, rush through things. And, like, you're the one who's, like, looking around exploring the world. Like, through this character, right? Versus having, like, a camera and having a director that puts it all together, right? You're the one who, like, goes through all that yourself. Oh, okay. Um, no. yeah. And just creating the atmosphere that you're in. Versus, like, having someone else be in that atmosphere and you're watching them is completely, it completely changes the game as far as, like, storytelling goes. Like, you feel like the characters are talking to you even if they're talking to, like, whatever character you're playing. Now, Firewatch, I really loved it because you were out in the middle of the um, Wyoming wilderness. And it's, like, set in the 80s. So it's like you're all okay. alone and the only person you have to talk to is this uh, your supervisor on your radio. And it's a completely awesome way of like delivering the story. You get to choose like your dialogue and then you're just all alone. <laughs> it really makes it can really be like unsettling at times. Often it can be like pretty. It's like the middle of the afternoon, like golden Golden Rays of Light, and then other times, do you think you're about to get stabbed by someone? (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, and I think that's one thing, like, movies and books, like, they'll never be able to complete with is, like, that you're actively going through it rather than, like, passively reading or watching.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, um, I guess, like, the only show I can think of that, like, kind of comes close to that is, I don't know if you heard of, like, it's on Netflix, but it's like the what do they call it? I think they call it like Tell uh, series of like Minecraft or something. So basically, like it's a show, but then during certain points in the show, you can choose like the character's path a bit. So I mean, it's still kind of controlled. Like you can only choose yeah. I think two or three options depending, but. I feel like that is, like, the closest I've seen, like, anyone trying to create, like, a show or even a movie where the player or the viewer is in control of the storyline. Um, And, honestly, the only reason why I know of that is because, like, my son watched it at one point. Um, But then he just kind of found it boring because he realized he actually had to, like, choose, you know, the storyline, basically. Um, But yeah, I know there's another show on Netflix that I want to say it's like
0: Wait, Stretch Armstrong.
1: I think is what it's called. I I, I haven't watched that?
0: Black Mirror, but like I thought. Have you watched Black Mirror? Is that similar?
1: No, I uh, I haven't watched it, so I wouldn't know if it's similar. But okay, I was gonna say I haven't watched it, so I'm not sure.
0: Well, let's just disregard that then. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of,
1: I mean, I don't I, know. Do you have any?
0: Do you have any other examples, or?
1: No, I don't. I was gonna say, like,
0: okay, if you had any so, more examples, yeah, I don't. But um, actually, speaking of like video games, like becoming like movie projects, and like just, it's been wonderful to see over the past you know twenty four years of my life how video games, like, they were once completely separate from movies, right, and books in general, how, like, everything's, like, crossing over and and uh, melding into, like, one new medium where you can read a book and then continue that story in a game and then pick it up in a movie, you know, that's... It's it's really cool that that's now happening, and it's cool like just that larger entities that were normally just putting their money into like movies and whatnot are now putting like their money into video games. Yeah, um, definitely. I think we touched on this in our first podcast when I was talking about like Fortnite and their collaborations, but like we've seen some really interesting and funny and downright terrible like collaborations between like movies and like actual brands and video games. Yeah.
1: Um and I was just thinking about that the other day too about how <sighs> video games have just really evolved from what it used to be from like when I was a kid, you know, like I'm talking about when I was 7 years old and I was playing on a GameCube, <laughs> you know, like just the old style video games, Metroid Man, um, like, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness, and Pokemon Coliseum, Monkey Ball, um, which we kind of, I believe, talked a little bit about in our last podcast, about Super Monkey Ball. Um, I'm not sure if we did or not, but that, no, you know, I just games like that, it. um... Okay, I wasn't sure if it was, like, when we were mentioning about, like, party games, you know, just, like, back in the day. I'm not sure if I had mentioned that. If I didn't, well, I'm mentioning oh, it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, for the GameCube, uh, okay. you know, Super Monkey Ball 2. Yeah. Um, You know, those games versus, like, games now, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2. Very story-based. Um, Which, Borderlands, honestly, I was shocked to hear... That they were gonna be making like a movie based off of it. Honestly, like I didn't think Borderlands would even go into that direction of, you know, being a film or a show. Um, just because I didn't think like it was that story based, but you know, it's happening. And, uh, you know, The Last of Us becoming a series, which I think is actually really cool. I'm looking forward to that one. And it's almost like, Some people online, they say that gaming is only going to keep getting, like, bigger and bigger, and eventually, like, theories are that we're going to be living in a world kind of like from the movie Ready Player One, where, like, the gaming world has just turned into this huge thing that's, you know, centered in everyone's lives, you know, basically, where they're either just playing games all day, or... You know, movies are being made about video games and continuing on their stories, you know? Like, there's books um, that are even being written, like, based on video games. I mean, a lot of them are fan-made books right now, but, I mean, nonetheless, you know, what's to say that fan-made book of a video game might get picked up by a huge, um, my mind is going blank right now, like, editing, book editing company... And, you know, they turn it into, like, a whole novel series. Yeah, I mean, look at Sword Art perfect. Online, to be honest. Like, I feel like Sword Art Online... Action. Yeah, like, I feel like Sword Art Online honestly kind of blew up. Like, it's still going on even now. They're still making movies and shows. Um, I'm pretty sure they're still writing graphic novels about it. That I'm not sure. But for anyone out there that knows... um. If they are or not, like, definitely, you know, hit up my Instagram and let me know, because I'm a huge fan of Sorter Online. But, yeah, even that is still going on strong, which I'm kind of shocked, because that is, like, and I think, like, early early or mid-2000s, when, like, that kind of came out.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm honestly not surprised that it's still popular, just because, I mean, look, What where gaming is that now with VR headsets and VR games? Yeah. Like, it's... I really think that's, like, the next step in gaming is more into VR.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, um, so I do kind of pay attention to, like, the VR gaming news because, I mean, I've always been a fan of VR, to be honest, Um, ever since watching Sword Art Online, really. But there's actually a Chinese company that's making a VR headset that closely resembles the Nerve Gear. And basically it's supposed to like you're able to play games using your mind basically. So no controllers. It just like it literally looks like the Nerve Gear in Sort of Online. Um which is kind of scary. <laughs> but I think that at the same point, like, if they do it safely, I think that is just gonna, like, blow up, and apparently it's already being used commercially, um, for, like, training astronauts and fire, firemen, I believe, um, basically first responders, um, it's being used at, like, universities, training the students, how, even pilots, um, they're put in, like, a virtual airplane, and it is also paired with, like, basically haptic feedback gloves, so when they're okay. pushing down on a button, they can literally feel as if they are, even though they're not. But they say it's supposed to be released out for the consumers, you know, the public for gaming. Um, they didn't say when, obviously, because they're, like, working on it, and... Obviously, I think making sure, like, it's safe. My biggest fear with it is, like, because since it does, it has, like, these sensors that, I don't know how, but they sense, like, your brain waves or whatever. So, obviously, there's something in there that can read your brain. I guess I'm more afraid of, like, like, something happening. Like, imagine, like, something terrible happens. (laughs)
0: staying in there for no not not like
1: in that (laughs) no not in that sense but like okay have you ever heard of like how people they found this study out like years ago but apparently when your phone is like too close to your body for a long period of time like up against your skin um the phone's like what is it I think it's the electromagnetic Ways like in the phone or whatever, it can actually cause cancer in people. Um, yeah, I heard. About and that. so I guess I'm more afraid of like something kind of like that happening with the like the nerve gear. You know, like I mean, I don't, uh, they're not gonna call it that, okay. but I'm calling yeah, it that for now because it's easier to <laughs> it's easier to call it that for now. <laughs> but you know, like the VR headset that's supposed to like read your brainwaves or whatever. Um
0: Yeah.
1: I I guess my biggest fear with it would be like, oh, is it going to cause somehow like brain cancer? You know,
0: like what long term effects? But will yeah, I mean, if they can figure out a I safe think?
1: way, yeah, basically, yeah. Like, will there even be any kind okay. of like negative effects on it, or maybe they found a way to like safely use it, you know, for it to be safely used for a long period of time. Because think about it, gamers like, just on consoles, you know, they spend average two to three hours, and like, the hardcore gamers, you know, five plus hours. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what the stats are for, like, VR games, like, people on the Oculus Quest, but I know they're spending at least an hour every day.
0: Um... You know what I feel like would be also a great application for, like, VR and, like, testing that is, like, maybe, like, the elderly, like, who are, like, in nursing homes and, like, aren't able to, like, get up or walk or anything. Oh, okay, but, like, yeah. They're able to, like, re-experience, like, these things or, like, experience new things before, like, you know, they, they pass. Like, I feel like that would be... An, interesting way yeah to, uh, to get it tested at least and then it also keeps I feel like them it's entertained and um I don't know if you've ever worked in a nursing home or been in one but they're they're depressing places all around um just because like like they don't see their family much like they're really most of their contact is like nursing staff and whatnot I feel like this would be great for them specifically So, yeah, those are my thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like, so my great-grandma used to be in a nursing home before she passed. This was, like, years years ago. I think I was, like, seven at the time. Okay. But I do remember just, like, how depressing the nursing homes can be. And I definitely do see, like having VR be a way for the elderly in nursing homes to kind of cope, you know, and lift their spirits because, um, I forgot. I don't know if it, if I heard it for like this new VR headset that a Chinese company is making, but I heard somewhere, I know something for like VR that it's also going to allow people to, um, like explore the world basically virtually. So, They would have obviously like exact replicas of, you know, like let's say Greece, Italy, you know, places like that, France, you know, in the system that you can like go and see as if you're actually there. Which I can definitely see that sense, see, you know, being I, something from I the would never do that.
0: Because like that's such a passive way to live. Like, don't get me wrong, I love like video games and like new technology and stuff. But like why would you ever want to like not see the world? You know? I'm huge on traveling and that just like kinda sucks the joy out of it. Now, I, I understand, like, again, it can have applications for, again, like I mentioned, people who can't, like, maybe really get around to traveling. They could like, hey, let me go look up this or whatever. But, like, for, like, a healthy young person or middle-aged person, like, get out of your house and go fucking travel. <laughs> There's no, look. um... There's this fantastic quote actually in The Hobbit where Gandalf tells Bilbo The world isn't in your books, it's out there, you know, and he was pointing outside. And that's exactly it is like living isn't like here in like your books or video games and movies. A lot of the time it's outside, you know, most of the time it's outside. Like these things, we do them for entertainment, but that's not all there is to life.
1: Yeah, definitely. That quote when you sure. mentioned that, that really did like stick to me. Um, I was—I don't even know how old I was. Cause like, so my mom, she's kind of the reason why. Like, I'm all into the Lord of the Rings. She was a huge fan of it. So growing up, like, I grew up around watching Lord of the Rings. Almost every weekend like my mom would just binge watch the movies and um yeah. of course I was you know I was young I was impressionable um and I just thought they were cool and so then I started becoming interested in, and as I got older um that's when I more closely started watching the movies cuz you know as a kid like yeah I would kind of watch them but I was like also you know playing at the same time but as I got older yeah. um I actually like sat down and watched all of them and then I was able to like fully understand what was all going on. And yeah, that quote like that stuck with me because during that time, like I was a huge bookworm, like nobody's business. Um like all I did was read books and like when I heard Gandalf tell that to like Bilbo, you know, I was just like yeah, like he has a point. Like I can read about italy i can read about you know like the uk and all the like romantic cafes out there but it's not the same as like fully experiencing it you know for yourself in in person because like when you're reading about something like that that's only one possibility you know like one experience but like life is full of experiences you know and left and turns and ups and downs you can't just
0: like Like, read about all of that you could go to like italy or like let's let's say like somewhere i've traveled to like a lot which is like utah i've gone to utah like 20 30 40 times like i've been there a lot to go snowboarding and it's like each time it's never the same Like, you you could go so many times and it'll never be the same. Each each time will be unique and different because you'll be seeing new things, you'll notice new things, things change over time. You just interact with new people, you know?
1: That's, you know, definitely kind of like what I was kind of getting to, you know, like, you can read about one experience but who knows if you go there you're not going to have that same experience you know you're going to have a completely different experience and i mean i'm all for traveling you know that's definitely a goal in life that i want to do is like travel around the world because you know i feel like we only really have this one life that we know of you know like I mean, for all I know, I mean, heck, aliens are real, so, like, what am I supposed to think, you know, for all I know, maybe reincarnation is real? Highly doubt that, but I'm not going to completely dismiss it, because, I mean, people were trying to tell me that aliens were never real, and they were fake, but then, you know, 2020 happened, they're like, oh, by the way, guys, aliens are real.
0: <laughs> Just <laughs> so, by the way casually. I feel like,
1: you know, we only, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> casually, they just kind of slid it in there, they're like, you know Bye what, this world has gone to shit already, Hey, how you like... doing,
0: uh, <laughs> how you doing, uh, aliens like... are we- <laughs> real, uh, how's your coffee?
1: <laughs> well, okay, like, honestly, I was on Instagram, like, how I found out about that, like, I was on Instagram, so I was like, you know, like, seeing posts about gaming and you know just the normal stuff lifestyle all that and then randomly right there government confirms aliens are real and i'm like okay (laughs) at first i thought it was a prank and then for like a week you know that was still in the news and it was still being said and then trump was like oh yeah i knew it all along and i'm like wait now trump's confessing to it okay it must be real then (laughs) but um Yeah. yeah you know The gist of it is, really, we only have this one life to, like, fully experience life itself, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like, Um, go and live your life to the fullest, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if... Are you religious? I'm I'm not getting into, like, a whole, um, like... Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, like, I am religious, yeah. Okay, um, well, I'm not, but, uh, how I see it is, uh, I'd rather be wrong about believing that there's no afterlife and no heaven, because I feel like that just makes our current life more precious than... Like believing like, oh yeah, there's more after this, this isn't it. It doesn't really matter. You know, I'll be going somewhere better rather than like, like this is our only shot. Like, let's make the best of it. Let me be the best person I can be. Let me do the most that I can cause there's nothing else besides this. And so that's 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 kind of, that's definitely like why I live the way I do versus i i i don't want to like be rude but like i feel like being religious or like believing in just like an afterlife of some sort like i feel like it depreciates the value that life has a bit
1: right i i definitely get that i guess like for me i mean yeah i am religious but i'm also not like, I also don't want to, like, offend anyone out there. But, you know, you you do hear a oh, bit yeah, about, like, either. people that are, like, extremely religious, you know? And they, like, then tend to, like, push on their religion and beliefs onto other people. I'm not trying to say I'm that. Like, I'm very passive and open-minded. You know, um, I grew up, you know, with, like, believing in my faith. And even as I got older, like, to me, like I said, I guess this just comes down to I'm a very open minded person. And so it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, like, who am I to say that there isn't? Or who am I to say that there definitely is? You know, so I guess I'm more of like, yes, this is my faith. This is what I believe in. But, you know, if I'm wrong, then okay, I'm wrong. Like, no big deal. But if I'm right, well, then, okay, cool. But that also doesn't really... I guess you could say, like, my religion really doesn't define exactly how I live my life. Like, my mindset is still, like, you know, we still have this one life, you know, to live it, you know, to the fullest. And, um, you know, like, why... Hold back on something you may really want to do because you think, oh, well, there's an afterlife or whatever, you know, like everything will be so much better there. So, you know, I'm just gonna stay indoors and like read the Bible or something, you know, like I'm not about that. And for anyone out there that yeah. does that, like, great for you, you know, you live your life the way you do it. Um, but I guess just for me, like, my standpoint is I have my beliefs, I have my faith. But I'm also, like, I'm not going to let that, I guess, hold me back, you know? If anything, it kind of makes me want to, like, live my life to the fullest, really. Um, I can't get in too much, you know, without making this, like, really religious. But, yeah, Mm. I would say it doesn't definitely, like, I wouldn't say my religion really holds me back. If anything, it makes me want to live my life even more, you know, make it. The best life that I can live.
0: Honestly, like, I'm all for, like, whatever makes someone a better person and whatever makes them really, like, appreciate and live, like, their life. And if that's, like, religion for you, that's great. If it's something else for you, you know, that's cool, too. You know, whatever makes this life the best one for you. Yeah. Um, speaking of, like, just so. going... Uh, no, you, you first.
1: <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, I
0: was literally gonna ask
1: you, like, so, like, anything else, you know, you're wanting to talk about, or any upcoming um, news you heard? kind of,
0: actually, yeah. Um, upcoming news, first of all, yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed, but, uh, did you listen to our, first of all, did you listen to Chad and I on our, on the podcast this past week
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did.
0: Okay. How did you like it?
1: <laughs> um honestly, I I really did enjoy it. Um it was very informative for me. Like you guys just kind of hit a lot of different areas. Um of course, talking about the GameStop stock, that was funny as hell. I'm sorry, Reaper. But <laughs> I swear. I think he was having a stroke or like you were saying on your pose, he had some mushrooms before the podcast. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he struggled. He struggled so hard trying to explain that. But, you know, props to him for trying. Um, yeah, it was very funny too, like just with that bit. Um, also, you guys did announce the like hoodies that, you know, are kind of in the works right now which I'm super psyched about. Um,
0: Definitely. I am too. Um, Now, we... So, chat. we got into that whole discussion while Chad went on that tangent. Let's be real, that was all him. About time, (laughs) and time being different. Oh, yeah. Um, And, like, different dimensions. That was all based off... Yeah. That was all based (laughs) off the game, like, Riders Republic, that he asked me about, but... Unfortunately, that game has been delayed, and I'm really salty about it.
1: Oh uh, yeah, man that that was funny, but, but at I, at the same time, like I don't know. So I think I don't know if I messaged you guys about it, mentioning about like Reaper kind of like in a sense possibly being onto something. Um, yeah, when you he did was saying like. He felt, yeah, he felt like time was going by faster. Um, (laughs) Yeah, believe it or not, scientists had said that, like, I don't know exactly when. I don't know if it was just that whole last week of 2020 or if it was, like, that last day of 2020. But I just know that, like, somewhere in that last week of 2020, they found that the Earth was actually spinning faster um and that. uh <laughs> yeah people were making memes they're like oh even earth it. wanted 2020 uh, to be over. oh my son <laughs> of a bitch chad is right <laughs> yeah and i mean I, I don't even know if i don't know if the earth is still technically spinning faster than what it was before or if it like went back to its normal rotation rate um if anyone out there is an astronomer or scientist or works with NASA and knows the exact information let us know because I'm definitely interested um but yeah and honest, then that kind of <laughs> any of
0: those people are listening to our podcast
1: <laughs> yeah I'm, I know I'm just gonna say I highly doubt it but I'm just saying you never know it's the air
0: you know what I like that you have high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you
1: don't you don't know like yeah maybe no one right now that works in that department is listening to it but who knows maybe like a year or two this sure, thing blows up fake. and then it catches an eye of someone from NASA just because we mentioned NASA and now you know they were tagged in it through someone like you know how the internet can be sometimes like so many sure, times yes. I've like, it's like a web. yeah, well, yeah it is a web.
0: Yeah, yeah or just, like, like
1: things like old news, basically. Spiders
0: out. Yeah, I get you.
1: Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> Reaper might be onto something, or it might just be, you know, conspiracy <laughs> I theories. I really hope.
0: And that would be hilarious, <laughs> is if he is absolutely right. <laughs> and I'm completely wrong. And I thought he was crazy. <laughs> it'll be what like a, a conspiracy theorist <laughs> in every one of those movies who looks absolutely batshit crazy and like <laughs> disheveled and they're a hundred percent correct. That'll be him.
1: <laughs> I mean, like I said, oh, man, I'm a I very open-minded wait. person, so it wouldn't put like I wouldn't completely dismiss their possibly being like Like, ultimate universes, you know, like, different dimensions. Um, Yeah. I think it was, like, so when I first heard about, like, different dimensions, believe it or not, it was actually in the show Flash. (laughs) Um, I mean, I know that's, like, makeup. That's not real or anything. So, basically, like, they were explaining, the way how they explained, like, the different universes and dimensions. To me, it made yeah. sense that we have to explain it, but then okay. I also wasn't, like, full-on believer about it. But then, like, last month, um, I heard, like, so basically a scientist came out. Now, keep in mind, he, I would say, is a very extremist conspiracy theorist. Um, I don't know his reputation or anything, but, like, it was said that he believed that we all lived a simulation, um... <laughs> And that the lives that we live isn't really, like, basically we're not, like, in control of our lives that, like, I don't know, like, this is very weird for me to, like, bring it up, I don't even know why I'm bringing it up, but, like, basically someone or a group of someone he even went as far as possibly even saying the government is like controlling our lives and um we're all in a simulation and I was telling my mom about this and I'm like I mean I really don't believe that this is what's happening but like you never know but if let's say There's a chance that, like, yeah, our lives are really a simulation. I am just pissed at the person that was ever in control of my life because what, like, they couldn't throw a couple million dollars my way, you know? Like, (laughs) (laughs) we're all living in The Sims. I would definitely enjoy, you know, like, can I, you know, like in The Sims, yeah, like how you can do the cheat code to, like, give your sim X amount of, like, Sim coins, you can do ten thousand or fifty thousand. I'd be like, where's the option that I can like request fifty thousand right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, for me, that that'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, so one last, <laughs> one last thing I actually kind of wanted to cover before we got back into the time tangents. <laughs> That's the story arc is the time tangent, by the way. Uh, We'll have an update in the next couple of podcasts about the time tangent. Um, The last thing I actually wanted to talk about real quick. um, First of all, how long have we been recording? Uh,
1: For about 58 minutes and like 50 seconds.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, the last thing I wanted to talk about. Speaking of like heading out of your house and, like, living your life outside of your room and your video games and movies and all that is, um... I kind of actually wanted to talk a little bit about cosplaying. Have you... What do you know about that?
1: Um, I used to, like, be really into it my middle school years. Um, okay. So but, you, mean, I mean, I don't before. know exactly what you mean by cosplay. Like, do you mean, like... Yeah, so a group of, like, so my friends and I in middle school, we, like, (laughs) we, like, would cosplay that, um, this is, like, kind of embarrassing to bring up, but, like, we would cosplay that we would, we used to live in the medieval ages, and, um, like, I think my friend, she was just, like, a peasant daughter of a baker or something like that. Um and then I was okay. <laughs> I was like the lawn lost princess. <laughs> um, like I said, our imaginations. I don't even I don't even know what to explain for <laughs> what the were heck you were on thinking, mushrooms like
0: that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my friends and I we just like would cosplay about that and um, you know, medieval ages and like there was I. I kind of remember something about
0: did I you really, like, remember
1: like up? a dark wizard like <laughs> um at one point we did because so we used to like cosplay at school during recess or whatever and then one point we all decided i think it was like the last day of school we decided okay it's the last day of school so who co- who cares what like people think of us but we were going to cosplay and like actually come to school in our, like, I guess, costumes or whatever. Um, and my friend's mom, she actually knew how to sew. And so she, my friend actually got her mom to, like, make us all, like, these cool costumes, um, like, honestly, for, like, homemade, like, they looked legit, you know? they Like, the dresses that we wore, like, had a built-in corset, basically, um like, in them, and honestly, I started getting lightheaded around lunchtime, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, the women back in the day, like, how they had to live in the medieval times, because we were huge nerds, so, like, we did our research, we knew, like, kind of the dress code oh, no. for the women, depending <laughs> on their, like, status in the society, you know, like, they, their dress is, like suffocated them all day every day (laughs) um but yeah so in that sense we did that i was also into like larp but i never was able to participate in that but i don't know if you heard of larp um kind of like cosplay but
0: i've never heard of larp
1: okay um so larp i guess would say it's kind of like cosplay but I forgot what it actually stands for, believe it or not. Um The best go. way I can describe it is like basically there would actually there would actually be events held where people go and they dress up like kind of like medieval times, um, as their characters or whatever, and then they would do like battles or, you know, you would they would have um there's this thing called like a LARP fair that some towns will do each year, and so they'll have like, you know how like at the fair you have like the food trucks and whatnot, or the food stands. Okay. At the um, LARP events, you would actually have. Sometimes you'll have like those. There you go. Yeah. So kind of like D and D, except yeah, in real life, like you would actually go and dress up as that and do battles and whatnot.
0: That kind of reminds me of like airsoft and whatnot have you have you ever seen like realistic airsoft like they literally like dress up like military they have like realistic looking airsoft weapons like snipers and whatnot and they have like full full full-scale battles that's 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 what it reminds me of honestly
1: yeah it's kind of like that i mean you can say that i guess airsoft is closely, I would say closely more related to, like, cosplaying. Um, Yeah. But I've actually, I've always wanted to do that. There's actually a, I think it's in Utah? Maybe I'm wrong. But there's, so you know Nuketown, the map on um, Call of Duty. There's a life-size Nuketown like, map that you can go to and play Airsoft at. I've Um, seen that. Yeah. Which is like super cool. I that's something I would like to do one day. But yeah, I I wanna get into airsoft and paintballing, you know, but do more of like where I, you know, you actually would dress up with like military type gear, you know, tactical gear. The gun looks like
0: Yeah, I wanna do that. A too, real assault honestly. rifle, you know. What class would you choose?
1: <laughs> what?
0: Uh, I want to. I want to do that too. Uh, but my question is, like, what weapon class would you choose?
1: Definitely assault rifle. I feel like.
0: I feel like I'd like to try sniper, for that.
1: Yeah, sniper would actually be really good too, depending on the map. Because I know there's like some maps where it's very woodsy you know like you're out there Mm -hmm. well you're not out in the woods but like they kind it's like an open field but usually there's a lot of like trees and brushes and you know shrubs and there's like some hills um there's actually a place like near me in my town that they have different paintball fields and one of them is like it looks like a basic field, like just kind of out there in the field but there's an area where there's a lot of like woods area and it's actually on a hill Mm -hmm. and it actually looks down on the rest of the playing field and so it would actually be a really good spot for snipers I know some people even built um kind of like a tree stand like what hunters use you know to hunt in but they like camouflaged it and covered it all up you know and it's basically for snipers but yeah definitely be interesting i
0: i really wouldn't mind getting into that either like i watched this guy on youtube called uh like navrits or something like that uh i think it's a french name um but yeah he does like realistic airsoft where like they do these large scale battles like literally some of them are like in the woods or like they have some that are like in abandoned buildings and it looks, like, so much fun. Like, I would definitely... That's right up my alley. Um, but as far as, like, what you were talking about earlier, like, LARPing and cosplaying, um, would you ever, like, go to a convention and, like, dress up? Because I've thought about, like, putting together, like, a division agent outfit for, like, a cosplay convention.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay, yeah, so kind of like um, Comic-Con. You know, like how people, they go and, like, mess yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, um. yeah, I mean, There's yeah, There's also Games that's Con. All in, like, I believe it's GamesCon. Yep,
0: yeah, and they yeah. have packs.
1: I would definitely be up for it, yeah. Best
0: up in Seattle.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, West, I feel like that'd like, be, like, that's a really, thing, I've heard... a really uh, cool thing for us to do, like, all together, is to, like, go to that. Um, like, I'm, I'm totally down for, like, any of that.
1: Yeah, same. Like, I would be down to do that. Like, if it weren't for this pandemic, I'd be like, let's try and set up maybe something to do this summer for that or something. But actually, I, I would have to look up. Yeah. I don't even know. I I believe they usually do it springtime. Because I know Comic-Con happens, like, beginning summer around here. But yeah, I, so. uh, I would say may- maybe yeah. not this summer. Just because I don't know, like, with, you know, the pandemic. But maybe possibly
0: yeah, something it, in the future, you know? Yeah. Um, see, the reason why I'm <laughs> I'm bringing this up specifically is like earlier today, um, I was on I was on a Facebook Marketplace, and this guy had up for offer um, um, the division the first the first one he was selling the collector's edition, and it had like a I didn't know this it had an agent watch with it, and I'm like, whoa. What if I oh, like, cool. actually put together like an agent outfit? Uh, yeah. That's why I kind of wanted to like talk about all this, is because like you know what I also saw like paintball and like airsoft where it's like all realistic and that's kind of like what I was talking about too, where people like just take these things like really seriously and I think that's like like kudos to anyone who who dresses up and does cosplay because those outfits are absolutely insane sometimes. Yeah, um,
1: speaking of, like, cosplay, actually, so, when Pokemon Go first came out, um, you know how you, do you, did you uh, ever uh, play Pokemon Are you about Go? to
0: embarrass yourself? <laughs> yes, of <laughs> course. Possibly.
1: Okay. So, you know how, like, you had, um, like, in Pokemon Go, like, your character, outfit was like would usually like people usually resembled it uh, you know to their team colors like the blue yeah. outfit was for team mystic you know um Important
0: so like one time friendship. i actually uh what team are you
1: oh my gosh <laughs> i am team mystic what are you valor don't tell me you you're valor me. i was going to say don't tell me to you're me. valor ah <laughs> shoot Sorry, it looks yeah, like I'm going to have destiny. to quit the team.
0: <laughs> oh, well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, like, okay, to be fair, the only reason why I chose Mystic is because um the logo is, like, the legendary Pokemon, Articuno, and that's, like, my favorite, you know, like, Pokemon oh. out of that legendary set. Um... <clears throat>
0: <laughs> but uh, another important question for our friendship, who's your starter?
1: <laughs> my star Okay, it depends, like, from the original, like, Kanto region. Classic,
0: yep. Yep.
1: Okay. Definitely Charmander.
0: Okay, okay. you're winning back points.
1: <laughs> yeah, Charmander all the way. Um, Honestly, like, I guess my second choice would be Squirtle. Like, I like Squirtle. But my first choice would be Charmander. I mean, he turns into Charizard. He flies, like, in the games he can, like, ride on his back. Yeah, Charizard
0: is the best.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, um, what's the Charizard? I think it's Mega Charizard. Like, Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, how Charizard looks like as a Mega Pokemon.
0: I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about.
1: He, yeah he like looks super cool like sorry we got off topic onto pokemon but
0: <laughs> um <laughs> yeah let me look it up real quick just to make sure you know what you're talking about um so for the mega charizard were you talking about the gray one
1: um hold on let me see like
0: where he's gray and blue
1: yeah i believe so oh, what's that? yeah yeah i yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, don't you know, know what, you what you're blue. talking about
1: I totally forgot that there was two versions. I forgot that there was also like just the orange one.
0: Oh, After I was a little like yeah. confused.
1: I was like, "Wait, what do you mean which one?" <laughs> um, but yeah, I forgot there was two.
0: Yep, there are. <laughs> yeah, we covered quite a bit. This was a fun podcast. I had a lot of fun. We, yeah,
1: definitely. I we, feel definitely like we definitely winged. A lot of, like.
0: Yeah, I feel like we winged quite a bit, but I mean, I'm here for it. It was a good time.
1: Got into some like probably questionable topics, but
0: <laughs> I think as long as people like laugh and have a good time, that's cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it means you know they're laughing at us because they think we're completely crazy, but
0: that's fine. <laughs> um, anything do <laughs> you want to say to close out this podcast?
1: Um other than just you know thanks for our listeners out there that you know click on this and listen to it hopefully you guys all enjoy it um and again huge thanks to player one coffee for existing in my life because i would not be able to really do this podcast without it
0: yeah i get you yeah these uh these sponsors first of all we do love their products but secondly like we use them yeah we use them and that's like why we uh partner with them as affiliates to like bring you guys good products that like come at a discount because like we use these ourselves and they definitely have a noticeable uh benefit to our lives yeah so what's what's your code for Uh, player one coffee again?
1: Uh, shoot. I guess it'd just be easier, honestly, you guys. Just go over to my Instagram, t1 underscore uprising, and just click the link in my bio. It will take you to all my other social media links, and you'll see the, like, 5% off of player one coffee, because it's not, like, an easy link, like, oh, just player one coffee dot t1 uprising, you know? It's, it's like a link that they generate, um... So it's just easier to just click on my Instagram bio, click the link, and you'll just see it right there, um, along with our other social Got media. It. Well, at least my personal social media platforms and the Spotify um, podcasts.
0: Okay. Um, besides that, we also have uh, Phoenix Fit. That's F N X Fit. Um, if you use code Tier One. For that, you get 15% off of whatever you purchase. And then for Rogue Energy, we have a 10% discount code for you. Again, that code is Tier 1 as well. I'll spell that out for everyone. That's Tango, Ida, Echo, Romeo, Tier 1. And uh, hopefully you guys use those products. Uh, Besides you getting great products, you help support us and our team and this podcast. Um. feel free to say goodnight to our listeners because it's 2.46 in the morning and uh, yeah. after that I'll do the outro.
1: Yeah, well, hope everyone has a good night and yeah.
0: Alright, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We have a lot of fun making this podcast and just talking to... Uh, you guys, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy listening, so once again thank you all so much for listening please um, like this podcast, rate it 5 stars, 10 out of 10, whatever app you're using it on Um, that really helps our podcast grow that way more people can listen to it and hopefully enjoy our content as much as you are Uh, thank you all for listening and Kaylin, you have a good night
1: thank you And you too.